It can be amazing how it feels like one day you just wake up and things have changed. When it comes to energy levels, as a woman, this is something that many of our clients share as a big frustration. If you're juggling a career and family and personal commitments, this can leave you feeling drained. I have some good news for you though. There are natural ways you can improve your energy and feel more vibrant. On today's episode, I'm gonna share six easy strategies that can help. We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well, naturally. Hello, Kate with you here today. Today, we're gonna to talk about six easy strategies that can help if you're struggling with low energy after the age of 40. This is a time in life where it's not uncommon for energy to, be, to become a problem. And a lot of people will just kind of continue on and just brush it off as not a big problem. But if it's getting in the way of you being able to do the things that you love to do, this is a problem. So here are six easy strategies that can help. Number one is prioritize quality sleep. Sleep is a cornerstone when it comes to good health and good energy levels. And a goal for women especially is to aim for seven to nine, nine hours of uninterrupted sleep each night. Uninterrupted is a key piece of this puzzle. A lot of the times when I start working with a new client, one of the things that I will ask is, how is your sleep? Are you falling asleep okay? And are you staying asleep okay? And while some people will have a hard time falling asleep, the more common problem is staying asleep and waking up around the same time every night. There's actually a Chinese organ clock that's really interesting to look at that can give you an indication of what's actually going on here. Especially if you're someone who's waking up between one and three o'clock in the morning, this is a time when your liver is actually really active. It's doing a big detox on your system. And if this is a time where you're waking up every single night and looking at the clock and it's 2.22 or 1.45 and it's the same time every night, this is a sign from you that your, your liver may need some support. It may be a bit sluggish or it's having a hard time with detoxifying. So it's just kind of an interesting aside, but ultimately when it comes to staying asleep, there's two common things that can be a factor here. The main one is going to be blood sugar balance. Blood sugar is something that a lot of people throughout the day are actually having highs and lows. And this is based on the way that you eat. We're going to talk a little bit more about nutrition in a second, but if your blood sugar is going up and down and up and down all day long, this is going to impact you at night as well. Because when your blood sugar dips during the day, you can reach for something to eat. You can reach for something to drink. But when you're sleeping, your body's not able to do that. So the alarm bells go off in your system. Your body releases adrenaline because this is not good. Low blood sugar is actually kind of dangerous. And so the body wants to keep you safe. It spikes adrenaline, which is followed by cortisol. And cortisol will naturally bring your, bring your blood sugar up. And then the common thing that I hear too is, oh, no, no, I sleep okay. I just wake up every night to pee. It's actually not a thing. Sorry to say. We have a hormone that our body releases while we're sleeping. It's an antidiuretic hormone, which means it prevents you from having to pee throughout the night. 
So if you're waking up throughout, throughout the night and having to pee, it's actually kind of a secondary effect. Something else is waking you up and then you're realizing that you have to pee. And most commonly, this is blood sugar. The other thing that can be a factor is if you are someone who has a really busy life, if you're really dealing with a lot of stress, if you're a go, go, go person, and a lot of the times we can just ignore the chatter in our mind throughout our day. We have a lot of things to do. It's one thing to the next, to the next. And you're able to kind of distract yourself from the chatter. And then at night, you're laying in bed. There's nothing to think about. There's nothing to do. And it's the perfect time for all of those thoughts to come crowding into your brain and keep you awake. So those are kind of the two factors when it comes to staying asleep that we often see. That one can be a problem with falling asleep as well, the, the busy mind and the mind chatter. So here are some things you can do that are helpful when it comes to sleep hygiene practices for falling asleep. We want to make sure we create a relaxing bedtime routine. Doing something super high intensity, super active right before bed is not going to be the best solution when it comes to falling asleep. If you're someone like I used to be, I used to play ball hockey a lot and some nights we'd have late games. So if I had a 10 o'clock game, I was playing from 10 to 11. I would get home and I'd have to shower because I was sweating, disgusting. And then your, your adrenaline is up, your cortisol is up, your body is not in a state where it's ready to relax and go to sleep. So a relaxing bedtime routine is a really important one, especially if falling asleep is a challenge. We also want to make sure we eliminate screen time before bed. That can be your computer or your television or your iPad or even your cell phone. If you're someone who's having a hard time falling asleep and you like to lay in bed and scroll on your phone, this is not going to be beneficial. Screens emit blue light and blue light tells the body it's the middle of the day. It also will suppress your body's ability to make melatonin, which is our sleep hormone. So if you're having a hard time falling asleep, I, my recommendation is at least two hours before bed, eliminating blue light from your life. Read a book, it's a good alternative, or listen to some calming music. Number three, we also wanna make sure that your sleep environment is comfortable and dark. The sleep environment should be cool, you shouldn't be waking up because you're hot while you're sleeping. And we also should be in a dark environment. If you think kind of years ago, before we had all the light that we have today, that's when people, how we knew naturally when it was time to go to bed because it was dark outside. And now there's so many lights in our homes, so many lights in our communities, in our cities, in our environment. So making sure that your bedroom is dark is going to be good if you wanna get good quality sleep. And if you're having trouble sleeping, consider meditation or deep breathing exercises to ease your mind before bed. Another reason can be an underlying infection like mold or parasites. Long story short here, if you find you're waking up regularly throughout the night, it's time to dig deeper and find out why. If you're not able to sleep, it's going to impact you overall, not just your energy, but your health in general. Okay, number two, balanced nutrition. Eating a well-balanced diet will significantly impact your energy levels. If you're eating a lot of high carbohydrate meals, especially if they're not well paired with protein and fat, this is going to cause the blood sugar spikes throughout the day, as I mentioned before. And when blood sugar goes up, 
insulin, your fat storage hormone, essentially, comes in and pulls it back down. Insulin's responsibility is regulating blood sugar. So if blood sugar goes high, it's not safe. It's not good for you for blood sugar to be high all the time. And so insulin has to come in and pull it back down to keep you safe. But then that constant up and down of blood sugar all day long can be a vicious cycle of high energy and then low energy and high energy and low energy. So we want to make sure that we're eating a balanced diet. So make sure that your meals do have some healthy fats and some protein in them. That's going to help keep blood sugar regulated, especially if you're eating some carbohydrates in there as well. So we want to focus on whole foods here, including fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and healthy fats, and avoid excess sugars and processed foods because they will lead to energy crashes. Number three today is stay hydrated. Drink plenty of clean water throughout the day. Dehydration can cause fatigue. This is often an interesting one because if someone comes to me and says that they have low energy, we will dig deeper to figure out what's going on here. But one of the key questions that I want to make sure we address is how much water are you drinking throughout the day? My recommendation when it comes to water also, we want to make sure it's clean water. And we also want to make sure that you have some minerals alongside that or uh, electrolytes because water is important in every one of the cells in our body. And so we want to make sure that you're getting enough water so that your body is able to function properly and clean, as I mentioned. My recommendation when it comes to clean water is distilled water. It's the cleanest water. It's the least chemicals, heavy metals. There's no sediments in there. So make sure that you're drinking lots of clean water because that's going to be so beneficial for your body functioning properly overall, which ultimately is going to impact your energy. Number four is regular exercise. Exercise may seem really counterintuitive when we're talking about your energy being low, but it can actually boost your vitality overall. Caveat here, we want to make sure energy is kind of a sliding scale. We want to have some energy because it's helpful for the body. It's helpful for strong muscles, strong bones, but we also want to make sure we're not doing too much exercise because that can actually be counterproductive when it comes to overall health and well-being. If you're very tired or you slept poorly, it may actually be a better idea to focus on some light exercise, like going for a walk or sticking your feet in the grass even for some grounding or doing some light stretching are going to be better options for you than pushing yourself and going for a two-hour run. We also want to make sure that we engage in a mixture of workouts. So things like strength training and flexibility exercises are also really important here as well. And you want to start slowly and gradually increase the intensity and duration to avoid overexertion. Consistency is important here. This will help increase energy levels and actually improves mood as well. And then number five is stress management. Chronic stress can definitely have an impact on your energy levels. Frequent high stress can also create a vicious cycle with number one on this list, sleep. Stress depletes sleep and lack of sleep increases stress. This is why it's important to dedicate a little time and energy. I know we're talking about not having a lot of energy, but it's still really important and it will actually benefit your energy overall in the long run. Some stress management techniques that you can use are mindfulness meditation, yoga, or even deep breathing is really helpful when it comes to dealing with stress. 
I love deep breathing too, because it's something that it, you can do it in like three or four minutes. You can lock yourself in the bathroom and just take some time taking some deep breaths. And if you're dealing with stress in your life, this will help take you out of that fight or flight response state and put you into the rest and digest state quickly, which is really helpful for a lot of other things in the body as well as energy. And then number six is hormone balance. As women enter perimenopause and menopause, hormone fluctuations can impact energy levels. Hormone balance is a key area that I help with. I can help you figure out what's going on and some natural remedies that are going to actually help your body balance your hormones better. But on your own, addressing hormone imbalances can alleviate fatigue, mood swings, and other related symptoms. Increasing your energy naturally is possible after 40 with some simple new habits. So I've shared with you six easy things that you can do in this episode, and I hope you find it helpful. Um, If you need more support, if you would like some support to help figure out what's going on with you, maybe you've tried all of these options and you're still feeling like fatigue is a problem. This is an area that we can help you with. Grab the link in the show notes to book a free discovery call. There's nothing to lose here. It's easy. We're just going to get on the phone and figure out what's going on with you and what support your body needs to get back into balance so you can start feeling good again and functioning properly. Uh, We've helped lots of people with success when it comes to energy. People like our client Tree. When Tree started working with us, she says, before going to Aligned, my energy was so low that my husband and my friends were thinking I was mad at them. And also being a business owner of multiple businesses, it was starting to scare me of what was wrong. I also had night sweats that were affecting my sleep. And when I followed Kate and Amanda's guidance, Within four days, I started feeling back to myself and my energy was up. Within a month, the night sweats were gone. And now six months in, I can honestly say that because I'm feeling 100%, I have grown my business even more. I'm not sure where I would be if I didn't find their guidance and expertise. Thank you so much for giving me my life back. Not having energy can affect your life. How is it affecting your family life, your business? your job, whatever it is that's important to you, a lack of energy can be a problem here. And if this is something that you're struggling with, this is something we can help with. So hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. And if you are looking for support, reach out, book a discovery call, and I'll talk to you then. Bye for now.